everyone out there in the CBC universe. Welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. You can't outrun me, Bacon! <laughs> I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And I'm Chris. The American Dream, baby! Gosh, it is. <laughs> Comic stuff! Chris, guess what? What's up? I don't know what Christmas is, but uh-huh. Christmas time is here. Right. Yeah. We're starting off running. Right away. Okay. I can't stop. It's like a runaway trade. Missiles for toes or something. Missiles for t- shooting those missiles at your toes, man. You got to watch out. You got to. <laughs> you don't want him to sling uh, dung-filled socks at your head either. Like totally, totally thought you were going to say slinging dick. I mean, you do what you got to. It's cuffing <laughs> season, everybody. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, man. So it is. It's been a while. Um, didn't mean for it to be this long. We actually uh, meant to record last week. Uh, a little behind the curtains for for the listeners out there. My microphone died, so R.I.P. to the. I don't red. have like a uh, I don't, on soundy. I don't have like a fake shock sound, uh, yeah. so I'll just have this have to do. Oh uh, yeah, that was that's the sound of me trying to trying to uh, get the podcast on a normal schedule. It's just <laughs> it's just constant pain. Uh, yeah, no, 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 but, like, my microphone died, and so I got a temporary one, so if it sounds a little weird, everybody, sorry, I'll do what I can in post, um, or if it sounds great, you're welcome. Maybe it sounds great, maybe it sounds even better, um, you know, we'll, we'll see, uh, the other, the other thing, okay, actually, you know what, let's, let's do, let's start this off the way we normally do now, uh, hey, man, what's good, what's, what's good? what's good! Yeah, what's good, what's going on? All timer. Uh, All timer. <laughs> oh man! Uh, last Friday, I went to the UTSA championship game. Nice. Uh, and and for those team. that don't know, how did that turn out? Oh, we dropped yeah, the bomb baby. on it, baby. Yeah, baby. Isn't that back to back champs? Back to back champs slamming the door shut on Conference USA. Eat a dick. We're off to AAC uh, to where they actually have an actual TV agreement, and the games will be shown on ESPN or ESPN two. Or the Ocho, whatever the hell. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. No, it was great. Uh, it was a lot less exciting the last time. Last time it, against uh, Western Kentucky, whatever, it yeah. came down to the nail, or I guess the last minute kind of heroics. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was, just a, it was just a route. It was great. I, I, I was able to lead the crowd and antagonize my section of the stadium uh, to doing a this is bullshit call. Yeah, that like, is, I mean, and I say this with full sincerity and, and as a t- tremendous compliment. Literally what you were born to do. <laughs> like, I cannot fathom a more, like, on track, like, this fits in your wheelhouse thing. So, <laughs> glad you got to rise to the occasion and to, you know, you essentially yeah. Iron Man Thanos snapped um, when when he was needed. It was, it was like, you know, I wasn't there, but it was if I, if I were just raising my finger, the one finger... <laughs> and you just knew what to do in that moment. Um, yeah, My not surprised, guy. but that's awesome, man. I'm, I'm, you know, of course, being here in San Antonio, um, the Spurs, who have uh, won one of the last, one in 16 in their last 17 games. Uh, <laughs> as intended. As, as, yes, true, true, true. Commander of the tank uh, here reporting for duty, sir. Um, but, you know, as, as that team is, doing what it's doing i was definitely like oh what else is going on in sports and uh 
really happy to see UTSA um, uh, really bring it together. Back-to-back champs that is not an easy thing to do. Mm-mm. I know their record over the last two years has also been really good. And if I'm not mistaken, did they not um, finish the season ranked just one number behind uh, UT, UT Austin? Yep. UT Texas. <laughs> that happened. So that's pretty crazy. That's uh, I, I never would have thought it, honestly. And um, that's cool, though. And it's only been like not that many years. It's been like 10, 11 years, right? It's a quick turnaround, they yeah. Had that program. That is From, wild. Yeah, program inception to like double back-to-back champions. That is, yeah. that is wild. And I, Sorry, I know everybody. We know this is a comic book podcast. But that's that's really cool. And yeah. um so for me, huh? What is Yeah, yeah, what's good for you, man? Uh, I mean, this is a bit of a spoiler, okay? And you guys everybody everybody kind of probably knows. Uh Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is everything I need in my life right now. Um <laughs> for those that don't know, I've had a tremendous amount of mishaps and misfortunes recently. It's almost like that Lemony Snicket's thing going on where I broke a rib and I tore a muscle in my back and then I was taking medication that turns out I was literally deathly allergic to. Damn. And if I had continued to take that medication, I literally would have died. Um, and so now I have pancreatitis. Um, and my pancreas is four times the size of what it should be. This is like a very disturbing take on uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. That's not supposed to grow. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I, th- I th- you know I thought I'd give my own my own take on it. I, yeah, you know how many times can you can you do that same story? You got to you got to change it up a little bit. <laughs> um, so I've been I've been dealing with it. You know, it's been um, it's been a struggle. I'm not gonna lie. I, I try to I want to be very transparent with all the listeners and everyone, and I appreciate everybody that's reached out that knows me or has heard about what's going on and. You know, I'm doing my best. It's really a big wait and see kind of situation right now. We have to let that medication go through my system, get it all out of there before they can assess what to do next. But yeah, man, I guess on the plus side, I've lost 22 pounds. So, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure, that's good. Ah, I just remembered something that we are that's not on the Slack. Oh yeah, uh, but I guess if you don't mind trying to find this while uh, we are doing the show at some point, if you don't mind, and I'm not even going to cut this out. Uh, figure out uh, who Wonder Man is uh, was cast as, and we can do a oh, casting corner. Let's you know what we're just. Why don't you Why don't you tell the true believers what we got on the Slack for them today? Yeah, I will. I'll do that while you're doing while you're doing the other thing. Okay, so. we've got um, not a lot of stuff. Not I mean, like not in terms of quantity we don't have like the 28 things that we tend to to jam into these episodes it's it's just a few but man they are big um we've got the bobs the bob situation over at disney we're definitely going to touch on that we are going to follow up with black adam and Dwayne the rock johnson and see how they're doing on the other side over there at dc warner brothers then we've got a double dose of guardians of the galaxy we're going to do a watch Pause Talk, WPT, on Guardians of the Galaxy 3 first trailer. And then we're going to briefly go over Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I will try to stay as brief as I can, but just, it's coming. Um, And then, of course, this is our Black Panther Wakanda Forever episode. Um, And then, um, 
after that, we'll do casting corner where we we do have a casting uh, announcement for Marvel for the MCU, and it's much like Madison. It's not who you think probably <laughs> it was going to be. I'll I'll leave it at that. And then we got Big Wheel, which is I'm right now in the current running for Big Wheel because I'm I'm really making a mess of this show. But we're we're moving forward. We're 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 doing well. We're continuing on. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, and then other, I guess what's good. Um, you know, I just, I've seen a lot of people be kind to people like to strangers recently. And I know that's common or like people tend to think it's common for this time of year, but it is nice to see. We've had, we've all had a very rough several years now. Um, I guess we're about to hit year three on COVID. That's fun. Yep. How is it? Three years already, man. Like, God, what? Okay. It's like the prophet says, the years stop coming and they don't 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 yep. stop. Also, other prophet, you're um, older than you've ever been. And now you're getting ah, Jesus, older. Dude. God damn it, man. There you go. There you go. Uh, but let's, let's start off with the bobs, man, um, which is a cheeky... I'm just realizing now that that's a cheeky reference to Office Space. <laughs> uh, nice, 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 nice. Um, I, don't have, I don't have a sound drop for this. Uh, oh, maybe this one will work. <laughs> that's the jumping to conclusions map. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all, y'all thought y'all were gonna get comic book content, but you're getting you're getting everything else, everything else this time. All yeah, right, this, but, this is a big our apartment in 2002 energy right now. This is. This is very <laughs> two, two decades ago. Just like, hey, this is kind of entertaining. Do you think people would want to hear this nonsense? And lo and behold, y'all kind of do. So uh, thank you for listening. Oh, you know what? That's another this is good. Uh, what's good? The Spotify. Um, Oh shit! The year the, in review. The, yeah, the year in review for comic book characters, man. Like, okay, and I got it. You know, look, I own it, and I think Chris owns it. Uh, we didn't pump out the the qual- quantity of episodes that we normally would do. Oh yeah. Um, for a variety of reasons, and I think like, like that kind of felt like last year too. But I, you know, I, I <laughs> we've got we've, we're gonna get the new microphone. I have a new setup. It's it should be much easier going moving forward. So I'm really looking forward to 2023. But the wrap-up for Spotify, man. Um, so, again, listeners from literally all over the world. We've got listeners in Canada, in Germany, mm. in France. Oh, wow. Um, I think some uh, Russian. Guten Tag and bonjour. Some Russian uh, listeners as well. So thank you all for listening. Uh, we still have the, the mightiest of holds of fan bases, or of course, in the United States. But we love to hear that, um, you know, that somehow our, our our goofy little podcast here is reaching people literally all over the world. Um, the the highest ranked episode was the Spider Man No Way Home, mm. which not surprised, not surprised <laughs> at all. Um, I suspect that this year for next year, um, I don't I don't know how they do it because you know they did the wrap up. And we still have like the rest of this month, so like I'm wondering if like our like the Powies episode is going to be uh, the most yeah. listened to episode for next year, even though technically it's this year. So 
I don't it's know. It's definitely the Powies is always definitely my most forgotten episode, just because I get super hammered. Yeah, but that's that's part of the fun of the Powies. That's yeah. why they're called the Powies because you get hammered. <laughs> it's like pow, it's like you're right in the head. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but we'll be getting um, we'll be, we'll be doing that episode as an end of year episode as well for those uh, faithful listeners and for those that don't know, the Powies is our own awards show. I think we're on our sixth or seventh annual, sixth annual Bowies, I believe. Wow. Uh, which is pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> pretty wild. Um, you know, that's, uh, we'll see, um, we'll see who's going to win this year. I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to go on a limb and say that, uh, I mean, imagine Black, Black, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is going to, it's going to do pretty well, pretty, pretty well. And, uh, but we'll see. All right, man, Bet back to the actual Slack, the Bobs, going back to the Bobs. What do I mean by that? Well, in Disney, over at Disney, out of nowhere, I mean, this is straight up like the Spurs dropping Josh Primo out of nowhere oh, wow. situation. <laughs> Hate to bring that back, but like Bob Iger, so Bob uh, Kapchak, uh, who was kind of the, the, he wasn't kind of, he was the CEO of Disney for the last 12, 18 months or so was gone. Well, he's gone. And Bob Iger, who was the previous Disney CEO for about 15 years or so, was suddenly back. Mm. And, um, HBIC. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you might, you know, you might wonder, like, well, why are we talking about this? Well, uh, you know, obviously Disney owns Marvel, so that's going to affect it on some level. But, it, you know, if we take a look at this, Bob Iger was the one that encouraged Kevin Feige and basically put Kevin Feige into the position that he's in now. Um, That was Bob Iger's doing. And Bob Iger, he's a business guy, but he's a creative guy. Um, Whereas Bob Kapchak was a parks dude. He was a Disney parks, business Disney parks guy. When you have a creative like Bob Iger up at the helm, the way I'm reading this is... You know, a lot of people have com- have complaints about Marvel Phase Four, and we might touch on that in a future episode uh, where we do like a maybe like a key issue look back or something to that effect. Now, overall, I enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of weird and interesting things they tried to do. Uh, something I think we always encourage on the show is for them to take swings, but a lot of people have been kind of up and down on Marvel Phase Four, especially after the the giant success that was Infinity War and Endgame, right? Mm. Um, but what Bob Iger is going to do differently is he's going to see that like they're hiring the cheapest writers they could for the most part in phase four, they were cheaping out on a lot of stuff. They, they, they weren't paying the rates for the, the more established writers and producers and directors that, that Marvel has has seen and has um, garnered in in you know phases one two and three, and and a lot of that was Bob uh, Capjack's doing. You know he's trying to go lean and mean with Disney, which mm-hmm. I don't think that's something you should do with characters like Mar- like combo characters like Marvel characters. And what Bob Iger is going to do is he's going to see that like well if I throw an extra fifty million and make sure that we get the the best writers out there and the best you know 
um, directors of photography for the film. So even though that is an additional $50 million investment, we're going to make that tenfold. Oh, yeah, for you sure. You know, on Infinity or on uh, Secret Wars and, and, and the Kang Dynasty. You don't want to cheap out on movies like that. You can't cut corners. Because mm-hmm. people are going to notice and they're going to get fatigued and they're going to be like, you know, I can't I can't watch all these movies if they're not all like the best part of my week kind of situation. That's what I think. Uh, what do you what do you think? Do you do you think going now? This is only for, I think, two or three years that Bob Iger. Yeah, he, he put a weird timer on himself. He put like a weird timer. I think they're. I think really, and I have no idea, right? I really don't know. But what I really think happened here is they realized, I mean, and look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Disney shareholder, you know, cards on the table. Um, you know, I'm also a, a, a Warner communicate, whatever discovery Warner shareholder too. So don't, you know, uh-huh. but and, what yeah, I, what, what Bitcoin? I, you got some Bitcoin. I do not have any Bitcoin. We're not, I you got a, crypto, you got that, that's a Ethereum. Show. That's a different show, man. You got that, uh, the Doge, that, the Dogecoin, Dogecoin. I wish I had some Dogecoin. Settle down, settle down, <laughs> settle down. Um, but I think, I think what happened is Disney stock wasn't doing well <laughs> and mm. it hasn't been for a while. Um, they realized that Kachuk just wasn't the guy and, and they know, you know, it's a known quantity with Iger and, He's like, okay, I mean, I'll do it, but, like, we got to find, like, my real replacement. <laughs> the prince was actually promised. Right. Yeah, yeah. nice. I, and, I think um, JPEG, what, another thing he was, he was doing was uh, he was kind of like, he was really trying to hide how much money they were bleeding with Disney+. Plus. And he actually he actually moved around, moved funds around to like at least for shareholders meetings to make it seem like you know hey we're not that bad even though it's a new streaming service of course it's going to be le- bleeding money right. for the first like I mean Netflix only barely started making a profit so uh, so for me I was like this is going to have immediate impact on the Disney Plus shows like are they going to just like chop all the stuff that's like really expensive to make in retaliation almost but if Iger's there. Um, you know, maybe he smooths things over and so nothing really gets ruffled too much. I, yeah, I think at the end of the day, what we're going to see is maybe a few projects that were going to be on Disney Plus are either going to get pushed back or they're going to get reinterpreted into something else. Whether that's changing things from a series to a special presentation mm. or something that would have been a series and instead incorporating some of those story elements into the movies. Because um, I think uh, something that I saw online, I think it was from Cosmic Wonder, that was, I felt like pretty on the nose was, you know, if you look at Captain um, Captain America Winter Soldier all the way through Infinity War, or I'm sorry, Avengers Endgame, those, all those movies for the most part. But especially the Captain America ones, so Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War, they all feel like they're part of the same big story. Mm-hmm. Like it all, it all. When you go back and watch them, like from Captain America Winter Soldier, especially through Endgame, everything connects really strongly. Like the themes of the movies and even like the characters, they cross over so much that like you're invested. I don't think Phase Four really did a great job of that. Everything feels oh, very not. disjointed. 
Um, yeah. Interesting, but not connected. And I think with, with Phase 5 and Phase 6, especially with all the Kang stuff, I think we're going to go back to that like overarching story mm-hmm. where you're feeling the threat of Kang much the way you felt Thanos kind of in the background. Right? He was even in the background of Avengers from 2012. Yeah. You know? So I think that's what they're going to do. I'm all for it. Um, you know, it's, it's Kevin and Kevin, we trust, right? We got to get <laughs> shirts. We got to make those shirts. I don't think anyone's made those yet. Let's do it. Trademark. Yeah, TM. TM. Um, right. Trademark. We'll get those up on, uh, on, yeah, we'll get those up somewhere. Definitely. We'll work on that. Um, and Kevin, we trust. As long as Kevin's at the helm, I think they're going to, at the worst, it's going to be okay. But I think if given the proper funds, the proper resources, I mean, we're talking about stuff that's going to be on the same level as um, Infinity War and Endgame and and, um, like Civil War and Winter Soldier. So pressure. It is pressure. It is pressure. But but it's been done. We've seen it, you know? No, no, no. No, no. You got to say that. You got to say that like the bare naked ladies. What? It's all been done. Oh, oh yeah. Ooh, it's all been done before. Ah <laughs> oh, man, you did it. You got me to sing on the pod like once a year, every time. Everybody hates it. Nobody. The episodes get downvoted. <laughs> but it's worth it. It's worth it. All right. So let's go from one disaster to another. <laughs> Just kidding. Just, I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding, everyone. Um, But let's talk about Black Adam real quick. Uh, So Hollywood Reporter came out uh, just within the last couple of days. And apparently, once you factor in marketing and, and, you know, everything else that gets involved with releasing a big budget film. By the way, Warner Brothers, I don't know if you remember this. They could only, quote unquote, afford to release two movies this year. And it was oh, yeah? Don't Worry Darling and Black Adam. Those were the Fuck you know. <laughs> That's like, you know, as bad as Disney, you know, has seemingly been, and you can argue like how bad that has, like, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's, they're not in that much trouble. Um, but yeah, and look, we already did our Black Adam episode. I enjoyed it. I think it's fun. I think The Rock takes himself too seriously. That's concerning. But it's it's a fun movie and it looks good and it looks like a movie and it's you know it's derivative but it's put together pretty well. Uh, but it turns out that it looks like when it's all said and done, theatrical run wise at least. I mean we've also got secondary market with Blu-ray and uh, DVD and um, 4K and all that. But it looks like Black Adam's going to lose between fifty and a hundred million dollars, which is. For the movie that was supposed to re-establish what the DC universe is going to be cinematically, um, and you have one of the biggest names in the world and the and Dwayne Johnson attached to it, that's kind of surprising and I think unfortunate. What are your thoughts, Chris? Yeah, I mean. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> my first immediate thought is like, <laughs> it wasn't that good of a look licensing all of that all that uh, music to play in like weird parts, right? Like there was that Rolling Stone song. 
Yeah. Uh, there was a fucking Kanye song. That's not a good look right now. It's not a good look. Not topical. Didn't they do a Nirvana? Didn't they do a Nirvana when he was skateboarding? Good Christ, they might have, yeah. I think so. I think so. And the little kid was the the kid who in that one scene was... The, the 90s skater kid, yeah. Yeah, 90s skater kid. Um, I was about <laughs> to say something really mean. I stopped myself, so... Uh-oh. No. I'm not going to throw that negative energy out there. can't do that, man. Come on. No, 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 no. It's probably why my pancreas is so big. It's right no. there. No. I'm going to be better. I'm not going to... He's a little kid. I'm going to leave him alone. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, and here's the other thing. James Gunn, of course, is now co-heading um, DC Studios. And I'm wondering, like, do they just start with a clean slate with, with whatever James Gunn wants to do? Mm. Like, they're in this weird, like... Man, it's like Warner DC cannot get out of their own way because they're kind of in the same pickle problem that they had with Zack Snyder, which is what stories are part of this continuity and what what are not. Because uh-huh. Black Adam was supposed to be kind of step one. But, like, Shazam already exists. Yeah. And that was from before. And then so, you got Superman, you got Soup showing up in Black Adam's uh, stinger. Yeah. Yes. Is that Man of Steel Superman? Is that a different Superman? Same actor? Weird. It's same actor. Weird move. But like, where are we? Where do you think we are right now? Like, it's a very Scrubs moment. Like, <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. And, like, depending on what James Gunn is going to do, like, Peacemaker already exists and the Suicide Squad already exists. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda Waller is from the Suicide Squad. Yeah. She knows Superman. So is Black Adam in also that same continuity? Uh, like, it's well, already so confusing, and this was supposed to be the start. So let's lean in. Let's try Let's, you know... Drive into the skid here. It's already confusing. Yes. yes. There are way too many characters who haven't had any development. Yes. yes. Let's just do a fucking Justice League fucking movie. Like, not the one that, that Zack Snyder slash Joss Whedon did. The, like, just rip one off from, like, the animated movies. Just Justice League Unlimited. Do one of those arcs. But, you know, two hours, <laughs> throw a bunch of characters that nobody really knows. <laughs> fucking rip the dialogue. Who cares? Yeah. Make something fun, goddammit. Let Zatanna shine, baby. Yes! Oh, oh, hit a nerve there. Um, yeah, man. You know, I I would be all here for it. How about ooh? How about a Constantine, Satana, like, like spooky mystery movie? <laughs> I was with you, and then you said spooky mystery movie, like. <laughs> Kind of like I don't know if you saw Wednesday recently came out on Netflix, but that that's like a it's a mystery show. Okay, I have not. Okay, well, so I'm thinking something like that, but a little a little more adult. Um, not Scooby Doo. Not not Scooby Doo. No 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 not Scooby Doo. Because oddly enough, I'd still be on board if it was Scooby Doo. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just because I know Constantine would go hard on the drug references. Um, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. No yeah, that would work. But no, I, th- I mean, I think you're right on some level. I think, look, it's too late. It's <laughs> That's too my late. pocket. That's where I like to be. 
It's it's too late to start over again. Like they mm-hmm. can't. Right. So just pick a thing and just go with it. Yeah. Just but let us. Uh, remember when we watched the GI Joe movie the first time? It's like wow, that was kind of a dumb movie, but it was really fun because it was. It felt like I was playing with my GI Joes. Yeah. All the action sequences were great because it felt like I did this stuff when I was like eight years old. Yeah. Uh, just fucking give us that feeling again. Just, just I know it's not you know worlds apart. They're not the same uh, companies or, or studios, but like, yeah, audiences can recognize superheroes now, so you don't have to introduce us to another bunch of superheroes. Like I think what they did with the Justice Society, whatever the hell it was this time around, mm-hmm. was like you know they they gave them a little bit of time to like you know develop through dialogue. Uh, some of it worked, some of it didn't. Pierce Brosnan was, was way better than Meathead Man, whatever the fuck his name was, uh, Adam Smasher, and um, it, so stuff like that. Just like make it kind of uh, just give the actors a chance to bounce off each other. Right. Yeah. Kind of. Again, we'll talk about Guardians in a minute, but like you know, like Guardians One, nobody yeah. knew who those characters were. The actors got to really you know dig in there and, and play off each other, and it was amazing. There's no reason DC can't do that, too. Um, and with James Gunn, literally the guy who brought his Guardians of the Galaxy at the helm, then mm-hmm. shit. I mean, I think that's as good of a shot as you've got. So I hope I hope they a shot straight up. from the gun. <laughs> Jesus, this gun is smoking. <laughs> He's smoking gun. It's all his fault. Everybody It was James Gunn. He did everything. He did it all for the nookie. Um, uh, I, I hate myself. I hate myself so much right now. Oh my god! Uh, makes me want to break stuff. This makes. <laughs> uh, man, Alexa. Oh wait, shit. No, there actually isn't Alexa in here, so I should not say <laughs> that. Okay, never mind. Um, all right, all right. Let's let's move on. All right, man. Oh, you know what, dude? Mm. Uh, are you gonna do a share screen here? What are we doing? What are we? Oh yeah, I can share a screen. Yeah, we can share some screens. I mean, let me just let me just close several windows. Oh yeah, me. gotta get uh, <laughs> get out of that incognito mode, yeah, my friend. Me, I never get out of it with time mode. <laughs> I live in incognito mode. Nobody see. Nobody needs to see what I'm doing. <laughs> These got, internet crimes. I got VPN, uh, bitch. <laughs> For myself. All right. Let's see here. Is that the right screen that's sharing? Yeah. There we go. I believe so. Marvel Studios, uh, true believers, what we're going to do is we're going to break down the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer, um, not frame by frame, but like sequence by sequence a little bit. Yeah. We're going to watch a little bit. We're going to pause. We're going to talk. Uh, I don't know if I have a drop for this. Uh, oh, yeah. Here we go. Hello there. General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Here we go. Uh, starting off at, uh, yeah. Uh, official trailer, Marvel Studios, Guardians of Galaxy 3. Here we go. We were gone for quite a while. All right, I'm going to pause right here yeah. at seconds in. What the hell is this ship, dude? Oh, man, you missed the Milano? Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. It is, um, you know, this looks a little bit like something Thanos would have come up with. and uh... Looks kind of... Uh, I, I don't know. It's just like it's kind of kind of like a rumpus to it. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. It almost it almost looks like a waffle maker from uh, the back, right? From the back. Yeah, 
Yeah, totally stick some bread in there and make some paninis or something. Yeah, get some cheese. Cheeses. I don't know. Uh, real quick, also. We what kind of savage comes cheese? Into a... All right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't price. put... Your... What, are, what am I thinking of? What are those flatbread sandwiches? Uh, pan, a paninis? Yeah. Don't you put cheese in those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, no, fair enough. Like a waffle maker, no, but yes, panini maker. Okay. Panini I don't know. Maker, I, I, I have made... Don't put cheese on waffles, man. What are you doing? That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. I thought you were like, man, I thought we're... we're okay, no, that's fair. No, I should go to jail if that was what I said, <laughs> but that's not what I meant. Practice crimes. Uh, also, they're in the they're in the comic uniforms. You saw it real quick on the ship. But oh, yeah. we'll, we'll see it again as we keep no, moving no, no. forward. We'll back. We'll back. No, 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 we'll, it'll go forward. We'll let it go. They'll... Right there. there they are. There he is. You want me to zoom on him? No, no, no. It's fine. Dude. We're going to see the rest of them in a second. Let's, let's go. I don't even know if he's there. Is he a JPEG? Is he? Is he even there? Or any of Does us? Does it even matter? Is it safe? It's always safe. Uh, continue on from eight seconds. But no matter what happens next. I'm going to pause again in 11 seconds because, oh, that boy thick. Did they just crush a house? Yeah, man, look at this shit. What's going on here? Oh, no. That's <laughs> Did expensive. Did they go back to the 70s? Look at these cars. Oh. Oh, weird. I don't know. Huh. Could just be Iowa. Uh, I mean, shots fired. There we go. Fired! Shots fired! <laughs> Continuing on from 11 seconds. The galaxy still needs its... Oh, they're the suits. They're the suits. See, I told you they were coming. Yeah. Guardians. Man, Drax is looking oh. a little thick back there. Uh, Groot? Your boy? No, Groot is, Groot is huge, man. And we'll, we'll talk more about Groot when we're talking about the holiday special. Uh, but Drax, he's looking a little thick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is fine. Dude's almost like 60, so it's whatever. But, again, we'll talk about it more when we talk about the holiday special. Let's, let's keep going forward. He's, he's, he's been busy chowing down with the Baron on Arrakis, man. Yeah. I don't know. All right, uh, continue on from 60 seconds. Hello, we come in peace. <laughs> don't do it. No, I did it. Jesus. Seriously, dude? No, do nada. What did he say? Nadu nada. <laughs> oh, wait, wait a second. Oh, dude, face. There's a face for you. Oh, man. He's flinching before he gets hit. I think because he sees it coming. That's a natural response. That's really well. That's well done. Yeah, man. I see you're hitting him in the, hitting him in the face. I see what you're doing. Um, true believers. Uh, Twenty nine seconds in. If you do like the the comma and the period button on your keyboard, you can go frame by frame on YouTube. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Uh, he loves that tip, by the way. No, no. That is truly amazing and hilarious. Ah, oh, he looks so upset. <laughs> Chris Pratt looks so upset. <laughs> Who's this? Holy shit, this guy's ready to murder. Yeah, he's got a baseball bat. Man, just watch out. <laughs> Please. Continue on for 29 seconds, Trooper Leaders. <laughs> oh, first needle drop. 36 yep. seconds. Yep. Uh, some space hog. Yeah, man. More like uh more like uh oh what's up with space? Uh uh land, earth, sea. Uh, what's man- opposite of a hog, dude? 
Hey, what's up? Fuck, dude. I didn't think this was true. No, this is too hard. Just eject. Mantle Serpent. Oh, there my you God. Go. Whatever. There you go. I'm, I'm the best. Anyway, <laughs> 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 you have 36 seconds. Dude, is he listening to a Zune? He's listening to that Zune, man. It's got like yeah. it's got like ten gigs on that Zune or whatever. <laughs> so many gigs. Forget. Where we came from. We have been running our whole lives. Uh, let's just pause real quick at fifty-two seconds. Uh, got a nice splash page thing going on here. Yeah, this is really nice. And we see the the team there. Rockets drinking a like a smart water or something. And uh, we got Cosmo and Craglin. Uh, what's his name? Craglin. Uh, Groot. Groot. Who's been fucking hitting the gym hard? Dude, that was me that one semester at UT. <laughs> Just the one. Fucking games? I, yeah. And there's Drax and Mantis. And it looks she like they might be on well. Nowhere. Is that Quill? Yeah. Uh, Nebula. Pete, I'm done running. Done running. Oh man, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give those thoughts when we're done with the trailer. Um, okay, but I've got some thoughts. Minute in, continuing on. Was oh, that a? That's not Jabba the Hansu, is it? No, I don't think so. No, oh, no, no, I don't think so. Uh, uh, unless. Are they in jail again? They're in something. 108. They're... Well, you know, that's that's how stories end, right? You try to mimic things that you saw at the beginning in some way. What are What is all this nightmare fuel behind them? Yeah. Also, Drax is looking not... Not in the best shape, which is going to take on the ropes, to, my, dude. To, to my take at the end of this trailer again. Okay. Yeah. Continuing on. 108. We'll all fly away together. Uh, Last time. Uh, uh, some red flags going up? Some death flags? Uh, <laughs> Boy, Rocket. He's not looking too good here. Not What's looking this? very good right there. I guess he's always had those cybernetic enhancements, but yeah, uh, we never really he's seen looking, He's looking real rough. Yeah. What's the timestamp? Uh, 114. Uh, yeah, 114. Okay. All right. So let's go. Uh, let's move forward. Some, some, what's, there's some broken stuff around let's here. Let's just move forward. That's not Groot, is it? Oh, God. All right. Moving forward. One last time. Into the forever. That beautiful Oh, I think I know this story. I think I've seen this somewhere. I forget where. Is there some animated thing about... Ah, dude. Oh, no. Now I see what you're talking about. Uh, 123, people believers, uh, where Rocket's hugging an otter. Yeah, they like to hold hands, otters. Yep, but with raccoons, and that's kind of... I mean, raccoons got hands. It's kind of hot. Okay. Not going to lie. Is this like the Maid Marian from Robin Hood situation? <laughs> <laughs> the fox. 
Disney can't help themselves, man. <laughs> Continuing on. All right, we got to pause right here, right? One twenty-eight. Sure. Is this the the thing that everybody's been kind of like, what about uh, Adam Warlock? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very, uh, very powerful character in the Marvel Universe, um, played by, uh, I want to say the guy's name is Will, like, Poulter. Will Arnett. It's not Will Arnett. Uh, he was in that We're the Millers movie. He was, like, the son. He's been in some other things. Um, That's George Miller? That is George Romero, yes. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. No wonder George R. R. Martin has not finished that. Last no, episode. he was too busy filming Guardians, man. <laughs> he was moving on up to the east side. It's like, it's, and it's it's like you always the Yeah. Oh wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on. One thirty-eight. Did you want to go back to like Rocket looking nope. by himself? No, 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 no. Like he's going toward, up? like he's in the fucking afterlife. Yeah, man. Jesus, this is what you came here for, right? No. Look at all the scruff. Poor little Rocket. He, he doesn't have his armor on. He doesn't have any gear. What can that mean? Uh, <laughs> you're the worst. All right, let's go. Let's move. Let's get to okay. the end of this. I got all thoughts. Right. I got thoughts. Okay. And we'll kill anyone who gets in our way. No, not kill anyone. Kill a few people. Kill no people. Kill one guy, one stupid guy who no one loves. Now you're just making it sad. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, no. they're gonna, they're gonna come and kill me. Why? <laughs> um. Okay. So. Hmm. I am a thousand million percent not ready for Rocket to die. Um. I, I, uh, yeah, I was, I really connected to this character in the first movie. Um, so not, not at all comfortable with any of that. Uh, I, I do think he does die in this film. James Gunn has already said that I believe multiple characters are going to die in this movie. Oof. Uh, and that right there with, uh, what, what's the timestamp that you're on Uh, there with? uh, 122. 122 with, with, uh. Quill, Peter Quill, straight. That is a somebody has just died. Scream face. Yeah, that's, he's completely stricken. That is as grief filled as you can be. Um, here's here's my other thought though. What if they all die? Whoa. Whoa. What if? What Wait, if why? Cause, what? Because that's the move no one sees coming. Okay. All like, right. Except maybe Groot, I guess, but everybody else dies. Hmm. We just saw recently Zoe Saldana um, say that she's felt trapped being in franchises for ten years, which yeah. is, I mean, obviously uh, a nod at her playing Gamora in the MCU. But, but she, she's she's also making an Avatar movie. No, oh, I know, I know. Okay. I mean, that was only there's only two movies in like ten years for those. Did Columbiana even get a sequel? No, Columbiana did not get a sequel. <laughs> nice, nice pull though, man. That's that's some true. That's that's some true 
uh, masterful shit right there. You just, you just <laughs> um, so she's what I'm saying. My point is, is that she's not long for this character. I think she's she's mm. ready to move on. That's fine. Um, we we are going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special in just a minute. Uh, the tone of that is so playful and fun. It very much feels... Oh, dude. It very oh. much feels like when you look back on a story and you look at the chapter where everyone is doing well and it's so great because you didn't know what was coming. Oh, no. That's what this feels like. And James Gunn is a masterful storyteller. And I, I, I don't know, man. I you just... tell me the, the holiday special is the part on Jaws where they're like they're comparing scars and they're all laughing and having a good time before yep. they get fucking eaten by a shark. Yep. Yes. Yes. I'm saying Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is Jaws. Is the it's, literal it's shark. Thor Ragnarok and the ending to that, and then Thanos' ship coming into view. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm just saying I could be wrong, and we'll talk about Black Panther because I made some made some predictions there too. Um, but, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I think Rocket is a thousand percent gone mm. and I'm not going to be okay. Um, but I don't think it's out of the question that maybe, maybe none of them make it out of this. Jeez. Yeah. You, you get like a good scene, a good shot of each one of them kind of like in agony. Uh, so, yeah, there was one, there's one with Peter. I think I, there was one with Mantis um, yeah. somewhere in there. Jax's but, uh, chest is kind of busted rocket. open. Yeah, he's he's looking real bad. Um, Moore is getting her head bashed in by yeah. Adam Warlock by somebody. Who is this? Yeah, Nebula. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nebula. That's good. Uh, but yeah, oh, whoa! Did not want that. All right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I am very much looking forward to this, this movie. Um, I think the music's going to be great. It's not going to be used. They're not going to use that song again. Space Hog, not going to be used. Oh, right, because they only put him in the trailers and then they're not <laughs> in the thing. Um, but yeah, man, what are your what are your thoughts on, on this trailer? Any final thoughts? Uh, Just first look. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Things feel like they come to a head. Maybe it's just because, like, uh, these franchises, it's the third iteration or, like, uh, it's a new kind of moving into a new phase, whatever. But or maybe the contracts. Uh, if you're going to do like a meta reading, the contracts are too expensive. We can't hold Chris Pratt anymore, and like you know, for cheap, and make a fun movie. It's like, oh, uh, I guess stuff has to end. And yeah, yeah. Who takes up the? Who? I, I guess this will provide a very big problem, right? Who takes up the mantle of Guardians of the Galaxy? It, it, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I don't even know if they'll, they'll even have a Guardians moving forward, but. Oh, there's the mantis. Yeah, upset. Um, oh no, mantis! Can you just tell yourself the comment? Maybe maybe this is where Nova comes back, right? Like they bring Nova. Oh and, yeah, and then they reestablish the Nova Corps. Centurion Rush. <laughs> Jesus, no one's gonna get that. Is that is that uh, Marvel Capcom three? UMBC three, baby. Yeah, no one's <laughs> no one's playing that right now. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, yeah, this movie looks. Uh, just on my reading of it, it's going to be, this is going to be a very difficult movie to get through and not because it's bad, but just because it's, it's going to, it's going to tug at those heartstrings. I think, um, you want, you want to see your King? No, man. Can leave rocket out of this? 
oh, I'm going to write an alternate script where he lives, and that's going to be my headcanon. Oh, he looks like he's smiling a little bit. I wonder who he's seeing. Oh, my God. He cuts to Groot immediately, being very, very angry. Displeased, you would say. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think if anyone does survive, if it's a one-survivor situation, it's going to be Groot. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. All right, man. Let's. I, I just can't believe can we keep, you, Let's get off of the rocket I shot. You, I want you to <laughs> the rocket shot. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's the opposite of the money shot. It's the rocket shot. It is the opposite. <laughs> True believers at one thirty-two. Uh, the last frame of Rocket by himself in a white kind of background area. Uh, I want you to know. I don't know how. I don't know when. But mark my words. I will get this uh, to be Freddie's wallpaper, uh, unchangeable. Oh God. That's a nightmare. I don't want any of that. Ah, he does right, look. Right. He looks relieved, but it it make, it's making me sad. It's not great. It's not great. Okay, all right. Let's talk about something. In my opinion, spoilers was amazing. Was super great. Was tremendous. Even. Oh. And I'm talking, of course, about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. That doesn't feel right, but it feels right. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, so this is another one of those special presentations that we talked about before, like Werewolf by Night. And man, I gotta say, like, we're two in now, right? Werewolf by Night and mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Holly Special. I am loving this format. Yes. It is, it is perfect to tell these kinds of stories. I really, really dig it. Um, holy shit, man. I don't even know where to start with this. Um, <laughs> golly. All right. Uh, I loved it. Uh, here, here you go. This is, this, I can literally just say this and I think this will encap, encapsulate the entire, my entire feelings regarding this special. Uh-huh. And that's that Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You is still number one forever. That will, that will never change. Okay. That is like, that is Christmas for me. Um, and I'm not saying that sarcastically. I'm not being ironic. Like, it literally, that is how I feel. However, Chris, I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. <laughs> I have never, I never in my life thought I would ever hear another Christmas song that would even be in the same stratosphere <laughs> as All I Want for Christmas is You. And yet, James Gunn and the old 97s fucking did it. Oh, that's who that was. Dude, I have listened to that song Uh on Spotify 97 times. (laughs) I've kept count. In honor? Just, I just love it. But I've watched either a YouTube clip or literally just put on the Disney Plus Put on the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy special at least 20 times to watch them play that song and Peter's like bewilderment of the whole thing. Because that's <laughs> not on the Spotify track. It's just the uh, song. That's not what it means at all. Yeah. To get the actual like reactions, you have to actually watch the Disney Plus thing. But I've done that. <laughs> um, I've actually watched the special five times already. Nice. It's it's so it's so quick and fun. You can put it on in the background. You can kind of come in and out of it if you've seen it once already. Mm-hmm. It is for me 
moving forward, and I, I sincerely mean this, it is going to be my annual favorite thing to watch at Christmas now. Wow. Is this special. Wow. O- over Scrooged, over Jingle All the Way, over A Christmas Story, over fucking It's a Wonderful Life. No, give me Guardians of Galaxy holiday <laughs> special. Um, what do you okay? Before I jump into any like trivia or just like random things that I noticed, right? What did you? Th- how did you come away from this? Because we haven't talked about this at all, and I'm really curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, no, uh, I mean it's gonna be kind of an echo chamber. I thought it was great. I thought it was. Uh, it's these... got a lot of mantis in it, which I knew. It's got a lot of mantis. You know, I'm a fan. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Get over the Zargnuts! Or Get over the Zargnuts! <laughs> that's also Libby's favorite part. <laughs> uh, but that's, that is technically about a horror. It's uh, an idiom. Get over the Zargnuts. I guess Drax understands a little bit now. But Okay, I, anyway. He's, he's been around for a while. I, yeah, but I he's Drax. Yeah. Gets a hole blown in his chest. Uh yeah, no, I, I I liked how they were able to continue, like, just tell a fun story. But, like, even then, there's, like, little world-building things going on. They own nowhere, apparently. They bought it from the collector? That's cool. Uh, I guess you would bounce once everything kind of blew up with an Infinity Stone. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What else? Oh, Cosmo was talking in, like, a yep. Russian accent? That's yep. great. And a female. Female yeah. now. <laughs> okay. I wanted more Cosmo. I was like, what? That's all we got? Too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> too expensive. That dog was that dog CGI that was too expensive. They couldn't they couldn't make it for too long. That dog looked real. I thought that I was like, is that a real dog? I'm still not hundred percent sure. I thought it was a real dog. It might but, have been. I mean, but, was there that animal thing at the end? I didn't even look. Yeah. I mean Cosmo shows back up at the end. Oh like like the, the credits, like the no animals were hurt or harmed. Oh or... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well dude, just because uh, the dog's in the movie doesn't mean they're gonna hurt the dog. It's not required. I mean it is Disney. Oh, oh, man. Let's peel back that. Let's not peel back that curtain. Yeah, let's know, dude. We're going to get targeted or something. Um, like, I tried to go buy tickets to fucking uh, Quantumania, and they're like, your, your card doesn't work, sir. I'm like, what? Please leave. <laughs> what? How do they know? Um... <laughs> My favorite part, let me tell you what my favorite part was. Yeah. Because it's just as weird and dumb as uh, Get Over the Zargnuts already. Um, my favorite part also comes at the beginning, also comes during the Christmas time. Uh, Christmas time. Uh, I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here song. Mm. And it's when the lead singer and guitarist starts playing the guitar, and he does that thing where he pivots at his elbow so it like spins in a circle. Oh, yeah. And and Peter for a moment is like, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool, and then he does it again, and then for no reason, it cuts to an alien, what I believe is a female alien character, in the crowd, uh-huh. and she then also does the arm spinny thing, and is, and then just like shrugs her shoulders and makes a face like that's not special or cool or hard to do. <laughs> For no reason, it does nothing to the plot to further the story, but it is my absolute favorite thing, and I watch it over and over and over, and it cracks me up every yeah, yeah. time, because it feels so real. Like, that feels like such a real, like, just random person happened to be there is seeing this, and it's like, nah, that's dumb. 
Why are you excited <laughs> about that? Like, it just seems exactly. so authentic somehow, and I don't know how that would be possible because they're all in makeup and shit. So there's like. She, you know, it took her so long to get into that makeup. And it was like, really? This is what we're fucking doing? This is what? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's, just, it's so perfect. It is like one of the greatest examples I've ever seen of nonverbal acting in my life. Like, <laughs> I can't get over it. It's so good. And it's like in the first five minutes. So please, everybody, if you haven't seen this, at least watch the first five minutes. Hear nice. this song, let it get stuck in your head, and then enjoy the rest of the movie. Um, my my favorite part is definitely uh, when after they've gotten all the money uh, <laughs> from Hollywood Boulevard taking pictures that they were unaware that they got paid for. Yes, uh, yes. Mantis just goes like plops it all in the bar. <laughs> it's like fucking line them up, buddy. Yeah, give us your finest libations. Um, okay, so you actually brought up another thing that I wanted to draw attention to, and it's when they're in the Hollywood. Um, park or hollywood theater whatever it's called taking the pictures at one mm -hmm. point a family with children are leaving and you overhear one of them say i can't believe i got to take a picture with the god of war oh yeah yeah, yeah. like kratos as drax like i'm like oh that's such a fun little <laughs> joke that again they didn't have to make like there was no need for it but i was like that's so funny and then the fucking GoBots, dude. God damn. What yeah. is that? That was like a go fever dream. GoBots kills Drax's family. And then we see Psykill, the motorcycle <laughs> bad guy robot from the 80s cartoon show GoBots. And if you don't know what that is, that's okay. They're like crappy Transformers. Oh, um, wow. Okay, shots fired, but I said it. Um, like Transformers, uh, when you go back and watch, actually, it. they predated the Transformers. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say, even when you go back and watch the original Transformers cartoons, those are not—they're not amazing. Everybody, like, don't worry about it. Um, animated movie, on the other hand, is amazing. But uh, you know, the actual show—you gotta—you gotta say it now. What? You gotta do it. Um, you got the touch. Uh, okay, I was gonna say, I'll rip out your optics. <laughs> I don't know. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'll allow it. I thought you were made of sterner stuff. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can quote this movie all day. One shall stand, wow. one shall fall. Oh, my God. I can do this all day. Um, but, yeah, man, Psykill, uh, the GoBots character. Um, ironically, GoBots uh, was produced by Hanna-Barbera in direct competition with Transformers, which mm. was a Marvel production. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Marvel animation production back in the 80s. So I thought that was crazy. I was like, why is there a GoBot there? And then when Drax is just killing him uh, <laughs> moments later, I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, what is happening? It's just so wild. We haven't even talked about Kevin Bacon. Kevin fucking Bacon's in this. Yeah. As Kevin Bacon. And here's something that I want to bring attention to the, the uh, true believers out there. So, you know, we see his house. He's uh, taking some presents out of his car later in the film. And I'm like, man, his house looks so nice. Look at that house. That's a nice house. I'm like, mm -hmm. is that on a lot? Is that a real person's house? It's not his house, is it? Is that really his house? I found out. Actually belongs to musical artist David Crowder. Oh, David Crowder, huh? Yeah, 
I don't know who that is, but that's who owns that house. So, fucking nice want, house. You want to find the Kevin Bacon house when you're on the galaxy, everybody? Go look up David Crowder and where he might live. But with that map that they were using, it was like he lives on Mulholland Drive. That looks like Mulholland Drive. That, that's already past sunset. I don't think he lives on Mulholland Drive. Not Kevin Bacon. All right, man. Are you David Lynch? What are you doing? He's got Hills money. Ah, uh, man. I also love how Mantis uh, steals the map and then steals oh, yeah. all the ladies' money. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, no qualms, man. She's zero qualms. <laughs> Straight up how, like, a, a every NPC interaction in a and d campaign ever. <laughs> With, like, somebody who's really good in charisma or, like, has a suggestion spell. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Kevin, uh, James Gunn had literally been bugging Kevin Feige about getting this made for, like, the last six or seven years. <laughs> uh, he initially wrote a treatment and um, about, about uh, six or seven years ago, and then he finished the script in April of 2021. Um, but, yeah. That's, I don't know, man, this, I, again, not to make this about me, but I've been having a real tough time lately. Like honest, honest truth, mm-hmm. honest, uh, honest scouts, scouts honor, whatever the hell. I think um, the kids say no cap. these No days. cap. Yeah. My life's been kind of mid lately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and this thing. That's, has, that's on me. That's my fault. I opened the door. You did that. You did that. You you sit there and you live with your choices. Um, you learn you learn this from watching me. I get it. And you might as well be a gobot who killed Drax's wow. family. Wow. Um, this thing has given me life. This thing has given me joy. Um, I don't think I'll ever get tired of it. And that song, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you all right now. I'm gonna listen to that song after this podcast is over. And I was gonna. Um, make Chris play it for the podcast, the, the full song, but I'm not exactly sure how, how that'll work. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's some fair use involved, right? There is some fair uh, use, but I know, I know Spotify gets okay. a little jumpy sometimes. So I was, I was just, we're going to, we're going to leave it there, but we'll throw the link, um, both to the YouTube video clip and to the like Spotify, I guess, link of the song for everyone to mm. listen to. Uh, on on our Facebook page, so check it out over at uh, Facebook dot com and um, look up the combo characters, or you can do Neil Before Pod. Huh? What? Yeah, this is horrible SEO right now. Uh, True Believers the best SEO of all time. Combo Characters dot com or Facebook dot com slash Neil Before Pod. Neil Before Pod. Neil Before it. All right. Uh, what else do we got? What else do we got? Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Um, yeah, done. Slammed it. Good. Killed good. it. Killed like it. Like Rocket. Ah! Uh... <laughs> <sighs> Dude, I was just, I was so happy for a minute there. And, <laughs> man, I guess you're right. That couldn't, that couldn't last. That couldn't happen. Oh. Right. oh, oh no, oh, no, 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 oh. no. You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to deal in sadness? You want to, you want to deal hands in grief? Wow! And in mourning, let's let's fucking let's do it, man. Let's do it the Marvel way, though. Okay, here it goes. Rain, 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 rain. Dear, 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 dear. I don't know when Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. 
Yeah. Back in. <laughs> See? <laughs> got her straight back. Right away, dude. I was already back in. Rain, 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 rain. Yeah. Was... Here, dude. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Oh, man, it's so good. Oh, you know what I meant to mention? forgot to mention earlier when we were talking about what's good? I watched the Weird Al Yankovic movie. Oh, yeah. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's so... It's so insane. And I was about to say, looking for the trailer, like none of it's like real, right? No, there's like three things that are actually accurate to what his <laughs> actual life was like, and the rest of it is nonsense and it's amazing. Perfect. And I'll just say this the villain of the film is not someone that you would think. And you're just like, What? Okay. <laughs> um I don't want to spoil it, but like yeah, if you if everyone hasn't seen that one yet, check it out. It is definitely worth a watch it is real fun time daniel radcliffe is having a great time um like and... he got some guns nailed to his hands oh yeah man the movie's so weird uh and 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 weird al is in the movie he does cameo so okay um but yeah man Ooh, guardians of the galaxy all special Ooh, so good so yes okay um Let's talk about what might end up being, if not the biggest movie of the year, definitely one of the biggest movies of the year. And that's, of course, Wakanda, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, before we get into this and we get into all our little segments that we like to do with our movie reviews, please know that this is not a spoiler-free zone. We are going to spoil stuff, and there's a lot of stuff to spoil. So if you, for some reason, have not made it out to the to the theater to go see it in the last, um, you know, three or four weeks, uh, and you don't want anything spoiled, pause right now. Just pause whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast. Pause it. It'll stay there. Go see the movie, and then, you know, in the car, use the Bluetooth. <laughs> Get back in it. And and you'll start right here, right where we are. And that's with my my... Grilling of Chris, my trivia uh -oh. to Chris. Oh, here of we go. course, right. he's always very, very wrong. But I love <laughs> to do this, and I, I think deep down he kind of likes it too. Uh, Chris, <laughs> how much money has Black Panther: Wakanda Forever made in the twenty-five days in release that Ooh. it has been out? Okay, and I'm looking for worldwide, worldwide. Uh -huh. Right. Okay. And I'll give you I'll give you a little bit of a help. Um, uh -huh. The original Black Panther, just if you recall, made over a billion dollars. That was lifetime run, though. That was that like, was lifetime run. Yes, lifetime run. run. It's only been twenty five days. So take that into account. Okay. Also, uh -huh. no Chadwick Boseman. Right. Uh, huge movie star. Um. Worldwide, what are we looking? Is is. <clears throat> I'm going to ask for a hint. I'm going to ask for okay. one lifeline. Are there any memes involved? Are there any memes? Like a meme number. A meme number. Um, I don't. I don't think so. As okay. Far as I'm aware. All right. Um, because my my usual answer is 420 million. Okay, that's what I was 60, thinking. 69,000. Yeah, that's where uh -huh. I thought you were going. So if not that, five hundred eighty million. Five hundred eighty million. All right. Domestic, just a shade under four hundred million at three hundred ninety-four million. Okay. International, three hundred thirty-nine million. Oh damn! For seven hundred thirty-four million dollars. 
<laughs> wow. So, pretty, pretty big. Pretty big time money, man. Like, those Black Adam would literally kill for those numbers if, if they could. I'd do it. I'm not a hero. I'd kill him. He's not a hero. He will do it. And that's kind of interesting because none other than Derek Bozeman, who's Chadwick Bozeman's brother, um, when they initially came out and said, you know, we're not going to recast T'Challa, we're going to, in continuity, you know, do something with the story to honor Chadwick Bozeman and, you know, Mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Uh, Derek, his brother, actually spoke out against the idea of doing that, of retiring the character of T'Challa rather than recasting. And and what he said is that, he, quote, he believed that his brother wouldn't have been so egotistical as to wanting the character to die with him and would instead want the character's journey to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we don't know. And, I, you know, honestly, I don't think it's an egotistical thing. Right. It's people are trying to honor Chadwick Boseman. I get it. Um, he also just embodied that character so well that it's it's hard to yeah. picture anybody else. Um, you know, I think I said the the dude from Tenet. Oh yeah, John David Washington. John David Washington. I think he he could have done it. if they absolutely were like we are we're gonna do it. He would have been my first choice. Yeah. Um. Also, the dude who played Hawkman in uh, Black Adam. Yep. Can't remember that guy's name. I'm sorry. Is that like Alistair or something going on? Yeah. Hodge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. Alistair Hodge, maybe. Um, I think he would have been... Aldous. Aldous Hodge. Aldous Hodge. Okay. I think he would have done a pretty fair job, honestly. But um, but it is what it is. They, they made the choices they made. Um, for those who don't know, Chadwick Boseman initially had signed a five-picture deal with mm-hmm. Marvel Studios back in 2014. Um, but because of the cameo appearances and so on, this actually would have been the last movie in that five-picture deal. Okay. So um, something else I wanted to, to to let everybody know just before we get into the rest of this is that Namor was always, or Namor, was always part of the story. Um, even mm-hmm. when Chadwick Boseman was still alive and, and it was going to be T'Challa, Black Panther, that was, that was always going to be part of the story. Um, so uh, for those that think that, you know, because he wasn't recast, they might have done something differently or whatever. No, the central story was mostly the same. It's just that Ryan Coogler used this film literally as a tool to work through his grief of losing his friend. Uh, and it shows on the on the screen there. But let's let's go ahead and get into our segments, Chris, for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And we're going to start off with Excelsior. Excelsior! Always happy to hear. the man. Always happy to hear Stan's voice. Um, I think he would have been really pleased with this movie for whatever that's worth. Um, Excelsior for new listeners is the segment in which we talk about the things that we really enjoyed about the film. This can be casting, writing, direction, photography, special effects, music, everything, anything and everything. Just stuff that stuck out to us. Chris, why don't you go first? What was Excelsior about Black Panther Wakanda Forever for you? Oh, man, you're going to leave the juicy bits right up on top of the table? Well, I mean, we've also got Hey Everyone, so, like, there's some good oh, bits good in there, call. too. Like, good call. You know, just... Uh, Stuff that really stood out to me. Uh, so much, right? So much. Um, 
man, I, I'm going to say I was kind of heady, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I actually like the whole geopolitical angle of it. Like, um, like right off, with, right I, off the top. Right off the top, like UN, uh, she's addressing the United Nations, uh, saying like, "Hey, big fuck you to you, France, because we got you guys. Here's your boys. Yeah, watch them out in front of you." Um, and then, and Namor, Namor, kind of like the same vibe. He, he was like, "Listen, uh, we got to team up because it's us against the world. It's gonna be me against them, no matter what. Uh, you want to join up for the win?" Um, I mean, that, it, it, I don't know if it's because like, with a war in Europe right now, <laughs> I don't know if like geopolitical stuff seems like very important. But it's always very important. And that, it's so weird that countries operate on this level that is so existential. Like, <laughs> like you hope, I, I guess you would hope the CIA and other, other uh, you know, government agencies are like, no, 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 we need for these things to happen for, the, for America to continue existing. We need our populace to not know about it whatsoever. So that sort of stuff is like intriguing. I always like sort of a, that sort of espionage kind of spy stuff. So I, I really like that aspect of it, like try to, trying to bring in like real world setting and have that be almost like the villain. Like it's not like uh, it's not uh, Talokan versus Wakanda. It's actually like these two conquered, about to be conquered in, in very, very real dire straits of being conquered uh, civilizations against the conquerors. Right. I like that aspect a lot. Yeah. The the like the world is the villain. Like yeah. the 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 world society that we live in is the villain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's an interesting uh, way to go about it. I think it was smart. I think it grounds the movie mm-hmm. in a way that did not feel like a lot of the Phase Four stuff was grounded. Um, so it felt a lot more relatable. Um, we, of course, you know, <clears throat> um, not being white colonizers. Um, have different perspectives than I think maybe some other people might, but um, yeah, no, I think that's a great, uh, great thing to start off with. Um, for me, I guess, you know, it's so funny. I didn't really think about it this way and it didn't really hit me until I was literally sitting in the chair watching the movie, but how like therapeutic and cathartic this movie is mm. in terms of dealing with, Chadwick Boseman's passing and you know and how uh, unfortunate and upsetting that was um, you really feel it in the character's responses to his death yeah and um, I suspect there's very little acting done on some right of like the stuff with Letitia uh, with Shuri um, on the beach or wherever she is like she's on the mm-hmm. I guess it's a beach like I don't oh, even know if that's yeah. acting I think they were right. just like Letitia, think about Chadwick. No, not even that. Let's just give you twenty minutes of quiet time. Yeah, and then come they just up. filmed it. It'll come up. Yeah, like that was pretty jarring. Um, but also, like, it felt genuine and real. Which, <clears throat> pardon me. Um, you know, for all of us that have been watching these movies for the last, you know, however many years it's been now, it's like, I mean, we're coming up on like 15 years or whatever. Uh, you know, yes, these are fictional characters. Yes, these are actors that are playing these characters. But, you know, they they function in a very real way in a lot of people's lives, mm-hmm. um, even through entertainment. And so 
um, the fact that Ryan Coogler was able to honor his friend uh, and, you know, an amazing actor in his own right um, that we lost too soon, but also still tell the story that he wanted to tell and to make it all work and fit was, I mean, that's, that seems like a very hard thing to pull off. Yeah. And um, I think he did a really great job with, with all of that. Uh, there's a lot more I want to say um, that I really enjoyed about the film, but it really, and I think, I think we're going to have sort of the same take. I'm just taking a <laughs> guess here, but uh, I think it actually would fit better in Hey Everyone. Um, but uh, one thing I, one thing I did also want to talk about really quickly, uh, if you weren't already a fan of Winston Duke and you see him in this movie as Mbaku, and you are not a fan of him after, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, why are you even watching movies? Do you have no joy in your life? Like, I don't understand. Uh, Winston Duke does everything right. You know, I always talk about making the right choices. He makes the right choice every single time. And no, no more better example than when he's talking to Okoye and he calls her, you bald headed demon. <laughs> that was an ad lib. He improvised that line in the oh, moment. Man. And it's so perfect. <laughs> like it's so good. It's so good. And her reaction to him saying it is so good. But he just he steals every scene he's in for me. Um so that was another Excelsior. Okay, let's right. probably uh, do you have any other Excelsior things you want to mo- talk about before we move on to Bizarre? Gosh, not really. I mean because uh, I, I know there's a big thing, of course. We're going to have a lot of overlap. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be the first time ever where we're going to... We've never done it before, but I think we're going to have the same thing for this segment. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, are you ready to tackle the shortest uh, Bizarro of all time? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Look, it am my most famous superhero. Yes, it be Bizarro number one. Bizarro number one. Bizarro, for uh, new listeners, is when we talk about um, aspects of a film that we didn't entirely enjoy, that didn't gel, that didn't work for us. It can be a casting, it can be music choices, it can be pacing, narrative, uh, directing choices, and so on. Um, special effects, sometimes. Uh, just things that, you know, like, ah, oh, that didn't work out, or well, I wish they could have done that a different way or a better way. Um, for me, um, I mean, I don't even know how to answer this question, to be honest, <laughs> because my Bizarro is basically like, it's an, an, an impossibility because what would this film have been if Chadwick Boseman were still alive and if oh. he could have been T'Challa? I mean, this is almost more like a what if. Right. Um, so maybe I'll save it for that. I guess what I will say I understand that they have to introduce Riri Williams and Ironheart as a character here because they have more plans for her later on. And they kind of wanted her to be sort of like Black Panther was in uh, Civil War, where like he kind of just shows up in this film, but then there's more for him later. That being said, I kind of felt like her character was shoehorned in there a little bit. Yeah, Like, it didn't need to be her. It could have just been any scientist or whatever. Right. And then also the the B plot of um, 
Everett Ross and that whole thing um, with the um, Contessa. I liked that they were like married at one point. That was kind of a fun little <laughs> random thing to throw in there. But I thought that whole plot line didn't need to kind of really be there either. For sure. Um, again, they're setting up Thunderbolts and all this other stuff. So sure. But, um, you know, it's, but those are the two segments in this film that like, didn't feel as if they were a whole with the rest of the movie, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts? What is your bizarro? That's part of the overlap. I think, uh, yeah, they, I, I, I guess I'll save that for what if, um, but, uh, it felt like there were about 30 minutes, 35 minutes that could have been like chopped from this movie. It's and, very long. It's like three hours yeah. long. It's a very long. And we, and we still would have had like a really, really good movie. It, it, that were all the, those were all the parts. Like how, how does Ruby Williams not get her own Disney plus series at this point? How was all that material not on Disney plus that, which would have tied into Wakanda forever. Uh, how, how are we spending any time with Martin Freeman? That's just need to happen. I don't. I, you could have. I don't know. It, it that that they feel like the brakes we got completely slowed down. But it is a, again. I don't want to. I'm not a screenwriter. I, <laughs> I don't know how to thread that needle. Like, how do you get um, Telecon all that scene without a Reba Williams being abducted? And I, I guess it could be like you said, another scientist. But I don't know. It, it, that part felt like this was the old formula mm-hmm. the old marvel let's like introduce new characters like you said let, let's put tom holland spider-man into civil war let's uh put also fucking t'challa was in that movie too god damn yeah it was in that movie uh but it worked it because it built itself up almost as avengers 2.5 yeah it wasn't a standalone movie this is definitely a standalone movie yeah it didn't need to be this and, connective and not only that it deals with the death of Chadwick Boseman and T'Challa, like that's a big thing to anchor your film on, which it does and it should, but then like maybe cut, cut off the like edges, you know, like you don't need that stuff then. Uh, They need to have the confidence to let their characters breathe, to let, especially on these big screen kind of ventures. And look, Martin Freeman's great. Like, I think we've both talked about like, I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of his, um, but just, it just wasn't needed, yeah. you know? Um, and that's, that's okay. Uh, the movie's still really good and, and, you know, but I think you're right. I think there is 30 minutes in there somewhere that you can take out. And then now mm-hmm. you have like what people would, could maybe argue is the top three comic book movie of all time kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, where it is, it's still really great. Um, all right, so I think I think we've covered uh, Bizarro. So mm-hmm. let's go to the next segment, which is uh, hey everyone. Hey, 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 hey everyone. Hey, Peter. <laughs> um, oh man, six more Spider-Man appearances. Tom Holland, yes, thank you. Working like a dog. What is he on ESPN? Yeah, he's <laughs> he's uh, he's hosting the Ocho and. Uh, but um, um, so uh, hey everyone is where we talk about uh, where uh, we talk about a new character, a new setting, some new element that is introduced in the film uh, that is new to the greater continuity of the universe that we're talking about. 
And so we have a few. We have a couple of different um, uh, uh, nominees here. Uh, we do have Ruby Williams. She mm-hmm. is new to the MCU here. Introduced. We do have Namor. Okay. We have, um, or as they, as they, as his people call him, Kukul Khan. There we go. Nailed it. Thank you. Um, In the north, we call him Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, that's that's what I, <laughs> that's that's the name I was thinking of earlier. I couldn't couldn't think of it. That was it. That was, we were talking about Mortal Kombat. That's what I was thinking of. It couldn't. <laughs> anyway. Um, but man, okay. So I think we just both have the same answer here. Um, Pretty... It's Tanatueta, right? Like yeah. he, he he comes in and he plays. Namor, Namor, um, and God, the way they changed. See, this is un niño sin amor. Oh, oh, I like that. Oh, oh my God, take, that's mine now. That's a fucking Tarantino line. I mean, that's that is you put it in the books. <laughs> you know, you put it on a plaque. That is that is some next level shit right there. You know, people were talking about, oh, they're changing it. It's not Atlantis. You know, ah, oh, what are they doing? Why? Okay, so first of all, fuck all that noise. Yeah, I don't have like a baby crying sound. It's on the like, so the representation they do in here, and Ryan Coogler, my man, amazing. Like, everything that they did for, for Black Panther and like African culture in Black Panther, just they they knew what worked and they knew how to be genuine and authentic with shit and they knew that was the key and then they did it with this and here's the other thing what were they else they going to do uh, aquaman already came out atlantis is already a thing in the dc yeah so make it different that's fine and you know this is what we talk about this is what we talk about when we and i literally mean you and i chris mm-hmm. when we talk about you don't have to do the source material beat for beat, panel for panel. There yeah. are, if you are smart about it and you have a good story to tell, you can make changes that make sense that still, you know, work with the narrative and work with the larger continuity. And this is probably the best example of that I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, the line you just said, this, you know, uh, El Nino Sino More. Uh, mm-hmm. For no more. Holy crap, man. Chills. Chills. Yeah. Like, and, and to notch. Like, oh, man, I am um, not familiar with him. You know, I know he was in um, the Pablo Escobar show, right? Was oh, Narcos. Narcos. I think he was in Narcos. Um, not that familiar with him, but was happy to be introduced here. Um, mm. in a big way. I do want to offer one really quick bit of trivia that I think is very funny. Um, so, uh, Webster, who plays the, you know, Namor, uh, when he got signed on to the film, he didn't know how to swim. <laughs> which I think is hilarious. And if you want to play into stupid stereotypes, it's also still kind of funny. Um, but Ryan Coogler offered him the role and asked him about his swimming skills. And so what he said was, well, I've never drowned before. <laughs> so literally what he said. So, you know, technically true. He pulled a Benicio Del Toro from Way of the Gun. Well, I've never killed a man before. Yeah. 
Yeah, but the gun has, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then he took swimming lessons afterwards. <laughs> wow. So he, he did do it. Um, so another uh, – so, like, again, talking about the representation and stuff, uh, the Talokan Neil, which are uh, the people of Talokan, um, they also learned a – a Mayan based language for the film. And that's what they were speaking. Um, I don't have it here in front of me, but I know uh, Ryan Cooler had talked about something like seven different languages are spoken in this movie, oh. which is really cool. You got French and Haiti. You got uh, still in Wakanda. You English, Mayan. English, Mayan. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, I don't know. Spanish, I, Spanish, Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Lupita oh, Nyong'o. Oh yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. Who who is Kenyan Mexican, by the way, yeah. was enthusiastic to show off her Spanish speaking skills in the film, and which she's a delight too. God, mm-hmm. she. <laughs> I was already a fan of hers, and I and I I always thought it was so weird the character that they made her into in um, Star Wars. Oh yeah, with Maz. And I like Maz, but I'm like, guys, what are y'all doing? Like, <laughs> Lupita Nyong'o is, I don't, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be creepy, okay? But like, one of those beautiful humans on the planet, <laughs> and like, yeah, yeah. and you, you you pinched her down into this weird like Estelle Getty alien creature. Okay, <laughs> sure, fine, whatever. Ah oh, man, does she shine in this film? And uh, it really made me just think like oh i want more nakia like in everything mm-hmm. like i've missed this character she's so capable and so intelligent i just i don't know i just love seeing that character on screen uh, all right man i've been going on and on and on <laughs> what's your everyone i mean i'm sure it's the same thing but what do you got what do you want to add uh Oh no! It was definitely like the the origin story of the Talukanil, of okay. um, the like man fucking ravaged by the diseases that like uh, ravaged all the native people over here. Uh, but the one shaman was like, "Man, I think I got away. I think I think I got an out." And uh, yeah, it, it was kind of like I don't I don't know. It felt like very uh, death obsessed, kind of like most Mesoamerican stuff is. Yeah, uh, and that they all died, but then they all kind of came they back. They were reborn. Life. They were reborn. Oh, uh, it's so it's so right? of that stuff. Yes, and and so oh, the, I just got the, chills. I'm <laughs> going back to what a uh, thought I had like back when they uh, the trailer came out or like the the teaser came out and it was like holy shit it's Mesoamerican it's not Atlantis after all it, because they didn't get all of us because we got one tribe got away and they and there's power of them to fuck everybody else up if they want right so I, I don't know I, I guess uh, uh, they're being like. Why I always like whenever I possible put instead of like a for race or ethnicity I put Chicano because um, one it just feels political in nature and I, I like to you know cause uh, discomfort where I can. Yes, uh, <laughs> we talked about that earlier. Right? What you yeah. were born to do, so yeah. Right, <laughs> and, and the other one is like no, 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 no. You're gonna acknowledge that my people were conquered. You're gonna yeah. have, that's gonna be on that on face value. You, you're gonna have to even if you're gonna. 
say say another word that you might feel uncomfortable or you might think just means gangster now. But the reality is that it wasn't that long ago. This is still I mean, yeah. Not with it's not maybe in like active you know generational memory, but we're still dealing with this with the fallout of being conquered. And I I just like the fact that it kind of like put that on there that he got immediate revenge uh, upon some. Um, a Spanish uh, a conquistador type, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and but again, the double-edged sword of like the culture over here, that that we we're aware, <laughs> we feel the need for revenge, but we know it's gonna hollow us out, um, which you know, big thematic overtones for the entire movie, yeah, um, but yeah, so I think it was so authentic to every aspect of uh, indigenous culture over here, yes, that that, that, that was great. That's yeah. You put it perfectly, and uh, and I appreciate that. Um, can I? Can I? I've got my uh, tin foil hat, yeah, random yeah. theory, and we'll see if this <laughs> pays off in ten years. Love to see it. Okay, the 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 priest or, or the the tri the leader the, the the tribe leader that that decided to you know go in the water and found the yeah. the thing. You know, I think what in the movie they say uh like he he was he saw a vision, right? Uh-huh. What if that's um what if that's apocalypse? <laughs> apocalypse is supposed to be the first mutant. That's it, those chills you talking about, I just got them. Yeah. He's supposed to be the first mutant ever. Yeah. He's supposed to be centuries old. Like millennial. Uh-huh. What if he set all this stuff in motion because Namor is a mutant just like yeah. Kamala Khan is? Yeah. What if this is them breadcrumbing to to like apocalypse Ooh. and stuff? And what if ten like eight or ten years from now they call back to this? This little thing wow. that nobody yeah. would have blinked an eye at. I don't know, man. I saw the movie a bunch of times already. Like I think I've seen it four times. And like on the third time I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, they're not naming anyone here. And I get why maybe they don't have to. I go, but what if there's more to this? (laughs) And my brain just kind of went from there. Not bad. Fucking Kevin, if we're onto something, I mean. Or if you need help writing the script, I mean, I've already connected the dots for you. (laughs) The big question is, do we get Oscar Isaac? I, dude. Man, you know what? I was gonna say yes just because like I'm <laughs> such an Oscar fan, uh, but he's he's so good at Moon Knight. Like I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to ask too much of him. Uh, don't you want to see Moon Knight going up against Apocalypse though? Oh, man, dude. Ah, now I'm torn again. I don't know. <laughs> but um, but uh, look, all I know is the 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 book is not closed on Apocalypse. He's too mm. important of a character to the Marvel lore. He's way too important to to X Men to not get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. And what like what better way to show that like oh things are actually connected and we're thinking this shit through than to be able to look back at this like eight years from now and be like oh yeah no that was that was part of it right like oh oh, oh. watch this face true believers. So, anyway, Kevin, again, like, I'm pretty sure you know how to reach us. So, <laughs> let us know. Happy to help. Happy to help. 
All right, so that covers our... Is there anything else you want to say for uh, everyone before we... Uh, No, that's about it. Okay, so then we're going to do our next segment, which is called What If? All right, for new listeners, What If is basically where we think about where this franchise is going to go or what, you know, like what changes could have happened that would have made the movie come out in a different way. And that's actually going to tie into our last segment for the film review uh, in just a minute, but we'll get to that in just a second with the actor audit with the, with a, a little, a little uh, adjustment, if you will, to the actor audit for our last segment, but for, okay. So for what if uh, Chris, you want to go first? What, what is your, what if for black Panther Wakanda forever? Uh, let's see. Uh, Okay, yeah, what if Shuri just accepted the proposal offered by Namor? Seems like a lot of people would have not died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that too. I thought that after the yeah. first time I saw it. I guess it. this is like a Naki was right from Black Panther 1, but like uh, if Shuri just like accepted, like, okay, yeah, that's cool. At face value, like, um, yeah, a lot of Talak and a lot of Wakandans could have still survived. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. That's too easy of an out that's you, you gotta leave room for growth of the character sure uh, in the movie itself all I, gotta, all I gotta say about that is this yeah okay and I thought about this pretty long and hard if somebody drowns my mom oh yeah 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 there that's it there are there are no words there are only actions at that point <laughs> that, that is cause for effect you're right so so that was probably the part of the movie that I struggled with the most, I think, on some level. Because mm. I was just like, nope, nope, nah, <laughs> no. I get it. I totally understand everyone's <laughs> reasons for why it goes this way, but no. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's a very important what-if question to ask. I think for me, um, what if they had recast T'Challa? And mm-hmm. not in the way that they do. Because that's the other big spoiler of the movie. Is that we meet Tucson. Mm-hmm. Uh, who actually is T'Challa and Nakia's son. Whose name, whose Wakandan name, is T'Challa. Mm-hmm. So that's how they're going to do it. There's going to be another T'Challa Black Panther somewhere down the line. They're either going to do a flash forward or he's going to get some magic goo dropped on him. It's going to age him like 10 years, <laughs> some bullshit, some comic <laughs> bullshit is going to happen. And we're going to get T'Challa new T'Challa as black Panther. Like that is a thousand percent going to happen. Hmm. And that's fine. I'm not mad at that. Okay. That's okay. Um, but what if they had recast entirely? What if we had gotten uh, John David Washington? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Okay, John David Washington to play T'Challa. Um, do you think people would have still supported the film, or do you think there would have been a large segment of people that have been like, this dishonors the legacy of Chadwick Boseman? Man. Um, it's tough. It is tough, because like you kind of... It, it felt... It, it was weird, right? Because we have so close a relationship with this character in this movie and that we almost wanted that catharsis of like uh, grieving together uh, about Chadwick. Um, but 
I, I, I see his brother's point. I see, uh, what's his brother's name? Eric, Eric, something Bozeman? Eric Bozeman? Something? I forget his uh, name. Der- right. uh, Derek. Derek. Derek Bozeman. Uh, I, I do see his point. Like, T'Challa as a character is important. And you don't want to lose that anchor, that foothold. Any Jesus, as a minority, any foothold you get, you don't want to lose. So I can see that's, that's completely valid, too. It's just, I don't know. Uh, you wouldn't, like, like, we were thinking about when we were coming out of uh, Endgame. Well, after you know, after the snap happened, everybody's back now. But like one of the things we were talking about on the pod was like, is things still okay for T'Challa in Wakanda after he's been gone for five years because he got snapped? Did they institute like uh, <laughs> it's constitutional monarchy now? We don't really need to, we don't really need you. So that could have yes, I would have liked to see uh, T'Challa as a character still around, but it completely reshapes the story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think out of necessity and. It, it's it, it seems like this was hard enough to pull off that another way uh, would just be too much to hold onto your head in, in, in the same time. Um, you would be distracted, I think. Yeah, this is the way this is the way for audiences to at least focus on one vein, which is like the world being the antagonist, the, the grief being the antagonist and like uh, an exercise in trying to move through this. Uh, it's hard, but that's what grief is. So um it, it, yeah, I think this was the path of least resistance, if that sounds, if that makes any sort of sense of like narrative, like uh, not narrative convenience, but it was just like any other story you try to tell would be too much for an audience to keep in their head. Sure. I would even say, you know, not even the path of least resistance. I would say it's the path of most resonance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, and that's. These are hard choices to make, the choices that these creatives made. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, they they were able to give us a really beautiful narrative. And so, you know, kudos to Ryan Coogler and everybody else. Uh, one, A couple of more quick trivia things that I just think are kind of fun. Uh, Dominic Thorne, who plays uh, Riri Williams uh, slash Ironheart, she initially auditioned to play Shuri back in, before they cast uh, Letitia Wright. Oh, wow. So that's kind of interesting. Um, also just, oh boy, dude, I just want to, this is, you're going to like laugh. This is for everybody to laugh. Yeah. So, you know, we already talked about Namor and how that name comes about, El Nino Sin Amor, uh, in this movie and how fucking brilliant that is. So, you know, the, the name Namor in the Marvel comics, right? Character that dates back to the forties, maybe even the late thirties, 39, 40, somewhere around there. Where did his name come from? Namor in the comics. Do you want to take a stab at this? Just guess. Uh, Just guess the dumbest thing you can guess. Oh, they're big on acronyms. I'm guess it was an acronym. Uh, North American Marine or uh, uh, or <laughs> or yeah or or Raider. <laughs> yeah. All right, you ready? Yeah. The actual name comes from Roman backwards. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Oh man! Gotta be fucking shitting me. Oh no, I'm not. That is the truth. That is the real truth, right there. It's just Cersei. It's my name, but backwards. My I ex- knew you were gonna love that. Yep. Fucking you hell! You did that. You made that happen somehow. <laughs> uh, Talokan uh, was actually named after the Aztec underwater realm of uh, Ta Talalokan. It's very close. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So they did take a lot of Mesoamerican, like we stated before, as you stated, um, primarily in Mayan and Aztec culture. Mm. Um, 30th film in the MCU. Holy shit. Damn. It's a lot of movies, guys. It gets harder when you start trying to watch them from the beginning all over. Like, I was about to say, uh, I thought you were going to say it gets harder when you get to these ages. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> gotta take more gotta take more bathroom breaks i guess uh uh i mean hey man this movie's three three hours long um but uh wow but uh okay let's go to the last shit i almost forgot the last segment let's right. go to the last segment which is the actor audit yeah! <laughs> what oh man <laughs> ironic that that is our drop because mr vince mcmahon has been fired from everything uh <laughs> so it happens when you embezzle millions of dollars hey, yo. through your company that's publicly traded man not a, not a good look um but okay for this one we're doing the 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 essence of the heart-shaped herb edition okay and so what that means normally in actor audit we uh we pick a character that's played by one particular actor and then we come up with like three alternate castings that could have worked and you know for whatever reason i try to i usually try to drop in a uh, christian bale in there um for fun <laughs> he's tends to be available um for this segment but um gotta make those hats dude we gotta make those hats too um but this time because there are so many other interesting characters and another character who even shows up in a way is killmonger michael mm-hmm. b jordan man and, you know, look, I love what that character is in the first Black Panther movie. I'm just saying, I think if you hooked him up to, like, Truth Serum, Kevin and Ryan and pretty much everybody would be like, yeah, man, we shouldn't have killed Michael B. Jordan off. That's a <laughs> hell of an actor. Yeah. To have in your franchise. <laughs> like, ah, crap. That would have probably solved a lot of stuff. <laughs> he already technically was the Black Panther at one point, so yep. yep, oops, oops, oopsie daisy. Um, but there are other characters, including, and I'm, I'm, he's on the list. So, so you know, we didn't really talk about this a lot before we started recording, but there's so we have Shuri ends up being Black Panther, mm-hmm. but could it have been Nakia? Could it have been Umbaku? Could it have been, um. I don't know. Okoye? Okoye, yeah. Could it have been Killmonger? Somehow. Mm. And so we're gonna we're gonna each pick one other person that could have been Black Panther. And we're gonna make the case why they would have made a good Black Panther. Uh so Chris, I'll let you go first. Who you yeah. got? Who you got? You got that whole smorgasbord of very viable interesting characters some would argue that shuri was the least interesting character to make the black panther <laughs> i'm not saying that but there Whoa. are people that say that yeah um man i do i do i do that Is what it, do you want to do what are you gonna do me? everett ross oh. what are you doing no not no come on <laughs> I'm going to leave the juicy territory maybe for you. I'm going to go with Okoye. Okay. Uh, which is not to say it's not juicy. I think 
I really liked her arc in this movie because she like uh, fell from grace, right? <laughs> she her lost whole identity. Yeah, she lost her whole. She lost her purpose. Mm-hmm. So like to be in that desperate of a situation and to like need to be a protector again. Uh, what better position to be than the ultimate protector of Wakanda, uh, Bost's own Black Panther? That, I think that would have been great uh, to see Okoye kind of take up that. Uh, she'll she'll go ahead and test the synthetic thing out for Shuri and let her do it because, I, man, uh, she had, it, seemed, it seems like there would be a lot of, um, well, first, her trip to the ancestral plane would be just so full of, I don't even know, maybe that's where you'd see, like, uh, a shoulder of Chadwick Boseman, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, because she also, like, failed to protect him. From the snap, from the snap, so. Oh yeah. It it, it just seems like there's a lot of uh, super powerful emotions coming from like grief and from uh, being just like downtrodden and losing your using, losing your place in the world. That could have fueled like I don't know maybe uh, Shuri's Black Panther was kind of dark. Like it came from a place of anger and revenge. This one just about the same, but mm-hmm. from like you know almost depression and sorrow. Right, like a like a more internal. Uh, yeah. strife and and not only that you have the perfect narrative space because Ramonda Queen Ramonda has basically you know extradited her from being mm-hmm. in the Dormelage and, and so on so she's free quote unquote in that sense to go on this journey to become the mm-hmm. Black Panther uh, yeah I think she would have killed it um Really great. I don't know how much I really like those Midnight Angels or whatever they were called. Those are from the <laughs> comic too, by the yeah. way, for those that don't know. Um, I don't know. They were okay, I guess. They were okay. Uh, I think I think that's a good choice. Man, I don't know. So I, I'm of two minds. I mean, I already said, again, they had it on a literal silver silver... Come on, brain. Literal silver silver platter. I swear I can say words. Uh, with Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the charisma, the leadership skills, the planning, the, the physical prowess, everything. Wait, wait, wait my, my leadership skills. When I say something, I mean that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Burn yeah. it all. What's up, auntie? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all of it. Yes. So I think that's the obvious choice. And I think it was pretty brave of Ryan Coogler to put Michael B. Jordan in this film, knowing that we're just going to get like a little taste. Mm. Like he's just in it for a minute. <laughs> um, that being said, Umbaku. Okay. As Black Panther. Um, a leader, somebody who immediately goes to help people multiple times in the film. Anytime there is danger, he's right there at the forefront trying to to do stuff. Took a punch from Namor. Why don't we kill this fishman? Yeah. He's uh That's why he's as strong as the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just him. He hits really hard. <laughs> just, just him. 
you know, also him like dealing with having the power of the Black Panther, like mm-hmm. not knowing his strength and stuff. The 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 comedic things you could do with Winston <laughs> Duke uh, would be tremendous. Um, I'm like that he's the he's king. That's an interesting choice. They yeah. they're like uh, he's like I'm going to be king. I'm not the Black Panther, but those two things don't have to be the same person. Right. And they've already shown that previously, so no problem there. Um, you know, I could just see him talking a lot of shit to <laughs> Namor or, you know, anybody. Does Dr. Doom. It doesn't matter who. He, he's going to mouth off, and I just think that would be great. I think that would be really funny. <laughs> so that's my choice. I, I just like Winston Duke a lot in this film. He... Uh, Again, he he crushed every scene. I saw. Oh God! I mean, this is probably going to be the big wheel winner of the week. Actually, you know uh, what? Let's. Oh, before we move on, to, if we're going to move yeah. on to big wheel, yeah. can I offer a third option? A sure, third sure, sure, sure. Is a this what you thought was going to be the juicy one that I was? A darker way, yeah. Okay. So Shiri, frustrated yeah. at she, at her inability to genetically recreate the heart shaped herb, yep. turns to more mystical. Oh, options. Yeah. It's easier to revivify a dead corpse oh, than it no. is to create the heart-shaped herb. Oh, no. Killmonger is Black Panther still. He still has it in him. He died with it in him. Just revivify him. Oh, my God. But you you just want zombie strange again. That's everybody in Wakanda think it's you in the suit. Now you have an even crunchier problem to deal with. What have you become, Shuri? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> And at the end, at the end, Namor best Black Panther, but you see the the helmet come off and it's fucking dead Killmonger. Oh man, like rotting corpse. Yeah. yeah. And the morgue just like freaks out. Namor's like taking him back. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, oh, it's put on pause. Like they they can they bring back the dead. We don't have that. We got to regroup. Yeah. Time out. Time out. He does the time out symbol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time out. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Everybody back in the water. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna reconvene, guys. Yeah. Wow. Jeez, dude. That yeah. was not expecting no. that. Zombie Strange stayed with me, man. I know it really has. Have you ordered that thing yet? Fog, dude, you know I want to. Payment plan. It's possible. <sighs> um actually I got a I got a this is tangentially related. I got a Lupita Nuango um sketch star wars cover with maz and uh, it's got her signature on it mm. so i wanted there's a black panther like literally it's the movie poster black panther full cast comic signed by lupita oh. but it was six hundred dollars and i was like i can't <laughs> spend that much money on this i really want to like i really unless, oh, unless. what with even unless you do i mean just do it yeah, no, can't. Nike, son. Medical bills. Medical bills, sir. My pancreas. It's four times the size it's supposed to be. All right. With that, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is amazing. It's made almost $800 million. Go see yeah. it if you haven't. Um, it's great. It arguably is the best film of Marvel Phase 4. Yeah. Um, I would say Spider-Man No Way Home, if you count that, is probably i think a little better for me but like they're very very close 
Uh, so, I mean, that's what you want. You want to end on something strong. So, it was kind of shaky, but we got there. With that, let's get on to the big Will Winner of the Week. Oh, my bad. Uh... <laughs> it's Chris. No. It's Chris from messing the drop up. You will never <laughs> love to give you my own. Will tell you. Um... <laughs> So it's already been a year since Hawkeye came out. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. What is time? Um, Big Wheel winner of the week is the, is the, uh, golly. And I, I honestly didn't catch the person's name, but they were some movie critic. Might, might've been New York. I don't want to say it was New York times. I don't remember. I purposely was like, I'm not going to even give this person a mention by name, but they said that, Ryan Coogler hates men and the patriarchy. Oh, and Marvel hates <laughs> men and the patriarchy because Black Panther Wakanda forever hates men and the patriarchy. Um, all right. Well, then explain Winston Duke, man. Namor? And, and Namor. Yeah, he's great. But Winston Duke steals every scene he's in. Yeah. He's delicious. And, uh, yeah, you can't have him and and to notch um just killing it on screen all the time uh and then make us a baseless statement like that that's stupid and i hate it (laughs) i hate it and it's dumb and i hope you get dung filled socks thrown at your head whoa and i hope that santa claus comes and shoots missiles at your toes Seriously, go see Grinds of the Galaxy. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Mrs. Claus, she works the pole. Uh, Peter did not yeah, like man. that line. He was very upset by that. <laughs> he was, that's not part of the lore. The shout out. Also, shout out to Yandu giving a kid some guns for a gift. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, oh, oh. Also, also. A hidden moment for best moment of the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special when animated um, Yondu kicks the tree. <laughs> he just kicks the tree really hard. It made me laugh. I don't know why. It's like, he didn't have to do that. He's so mean. <laughs> Man. God, movie's so good, though. That little special. And then when you see the gift that he gets, and that's where that whole thing started. Because, yeah. of course... Because James Gunn knows how to make us cry. And that's what has me worried about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Because I don't know yeah, if there's man. ever been right, bring it up. Oh, a person. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. We don't need to bring it up. We don't need to yeah. bring up Rocket's face in my face right now. You can get it. But James Gunn is so adept at really tugging on those strings, man. So I'm very scared. I don't think I've ever been as scared for a Marvel film. Ever. Mm-hmm. And we're 30 in, so, yeah, scared, scared. But anyway, uh, we'll have another episode um, out before the end of the year, um, maybe before the holiday. But if not, happy holidays to everybody. Merry Christmas, uh, happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, everything that anyone might want to celebrate. I hope... Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah, Festivus for the rest of us. There you go. That also has a poll, right? So yep. maybe Mrs. Claus can get in on that one as well. Yeah, um, air her grievances. 
Mm. Well, she she would air them to the elves, right? And the elves would help, and they would plot Santa's demise. That's 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 where that song's coming from. I see it now. Wow. Um, all it all comes full circle. Okay. Um. Also, real quick, last thing. The stinger on the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, they make it sound like they're going to make another one. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think they are, but man, I kind of hope they do. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you know, happy holidays to you. It's been a really fun year. Um, I'm yeah, sure man. we'll have, again, another episode to, to really reflect. But, you know, I love doing this with you. It's it's so great to uh, to share our thoughts and opinions with everybody out there. We appreciate you all listening. Um, please don't forget to leave a review, whether it's on Apple Music or Spotify or Podbean or SoundCloud or whatever. Any Yelp. any any and all reviews we appreciate. Google five Maps. stars. Google Maps. <laughs> Yelp. Tony's Philly Cheesesteak Hut. What? Like, throw the review in there somehow. Be like, <laughs> I was eating a Philly cheesesteak, Tony's famous Philly cheese, and I was listening to combo characters, and it was so good that I forgot to eat the rest of my food. That's what I wow. want to see. Shout out. That's what I want to see on you. Um, but, uh, but thank you all so much for listening. And with that, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Remember... I don't know what Christmas time. I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. Oh, okay. Uh, if you're doing that, then rain, 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 rain. Dear, 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 Peter. Oh no! But what about the Zargnuts? Get over the Zargnuts! <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.